The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, level two continues. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Renzi. It's a Friday, football Friday. A lot of stuff to get to. We do have a couple NHL games. We've got NBA basketball, college basketball, college uh, football uh, this weekend uh, as well. Uh, Grey Cup, well, we spent our time on the Grey Cup already, uh, breaking it down. Uh, we'll get uh, Cam's thoughts on the, the National Hockey League uh, card tonight, but another light night in the NHL, uh, Cam. And, you know, I get it. You know, there's not going to be six games every night. Oh, but uh, but more. I don't Come understand, on. like, if if you look at the NBA, yeah, they have the same schedule. It's the same league, same amount of teams, same schedule, exactly. same amount of games. And the NBA... The NBA had one night this week where they had three games. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's, it's a regular schedule. Like, they actually, I don't know, they actually put together a normal schedule in the NBA. They do. And, you know, I've always kidded about it for years, Cam. Remember years ago, even, in the old score days, I'd say, yeah, I saw I saw Bill Daly and Bettman putting the schedule together <laughs> uh, on, a, on the back of a napkin over at the brass rail. And... And here we are, man, 15, 20 years later, and it's the same crap. It's actually getting worse. It doesn't change. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. They're having more two-game nights than I've ever seen. Yeah, you look at the NBA, Gabe, like tonight there's 10 games, but they also spread it around. On a low night, they'll have the triple header. They'll have the three games. But a lot of the time, you know, five and six games, kind of a middling card. Here's the deal, NHL. You should have no, no less than like four, three or four games at least. You have a couple games. You got to have that Pacific game. Like spread it out. Like 
There's nothing for the Pacific fan, too. Look at these games tonight, right? It's Eastern Conference, 7 7 30. Why You're not right. jack up a San Jose or Vegas game to keep people interested? Uh, you know, we should be maybe working for the organization and telling them. I know they don't listen because they do things their way and they're very stubborn in the way they go about their business, but it's stupid business. I'm with you. They should have, I know, a couple at 7 o'clock, an 8.30 and a 10 o'clock, four-game schedules. This is the third day or something, Gabe. We've had two games. It's so stupid. Like, come on, guys. I don't, yeah, but I, I don't I understand don't either. I don't get it. Is <laughs> every couple of nights, you said, it's like all week, there's been a light, light, very light schedule in the NHL all week. Next week, it's going to be Thanksgiving, so it's the same crap. You're going to have a light schedule. Yeah. Yet somehow the Islanders and the Penguins have played each other three times in the last seven days or six days. They, they've like, been good why? games, like, though. <laughs> I don't get it either. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I tell you, take the plus one and a half when these two teams play, man. It goes to overtime oh, yeah. every time. <laughs> like, good call by you. It's like, almost I was like, on a, yeah. Good call by you, Gabe. If I was on the Islanders instead, I would have, like, made a significant amount of money. I'd still had a great night in the NHL. San Jose won as a dog against Vegas, told people Vegas isn't playing that good. The Leafs got it done, and. Sheldon Keefe's first game, they beat Arizona 3-1. to one. That was good. Florida came back and won 6-5, to five, Gabe. I don't know if you're doing in-game live. That line, I only got it at uh, plus 380 when they were down two goals, but they were down at one point. I think you could have got almost ten, like 8 or 9-1, to one, and they came back and won. These hockey games, man, four, three and four goal comebacks, they happen all the time. Yeah, it really has. It really has been happening a lot so far this year. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll hit these games on the other side. A couple of hockey games. We'll take a look at the NBA. We'll talk some football as well. Let's roll. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. 
we can laugh, man. We we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to rock. I don't know what's stopping you. <laughs> get on the grid. Sports grid. I'm Marenzi. All right, it's Friday. Let's get down to business. Uh, I did a video earlier in the day, and that's never easy, man. You know, I, I don't even know where half these picks go half the time. Like, I, I'm, I'm sending picks in every day to Daily Roto now, and uh, I was on a 4-0 run. Uh, but we had the Texans minus three and a half uh, last night uh, yeah. with Daily Roto. Uh, but I did a FanDuel video earlier in the day. I gave six uh, best bets uh, for the National Football League. I can share them uh, with everybody. Uh, we can get Cam's uh, plays. Um, I'll start off with the first game in the rotation, um, in the FanDuel rotation at least, is the Panthers and the Saints. And it's um, it was nine and a half. Let's uh, double check and just see if it still is. Uh, nine and a half uh, right now. Yeah, nine and a half here. Yep. I guess ten is a ten. Uh, bet three six five. Yeah, nine, yep. nine and a half at Fanduel. Panthers plus nine and a half. Total still forty six and a half. I'm kind of you know I want to take the Panthers. I might end up taking the Panthers a little small play, but I like the over more. So, so I'm telling people to take the over, but I think that the thing with this is. Are the Panthers going to win the game? Probably not, no. So that's why. I only like taking underdogs if I think they can win the game outright. And are they going to win the game? Probably not. The thing with Carolina is this is sort of your classic backdoor game. You know what I mean, Cam? Like, New Orleans is going to be winning like 30-17 to 17 or something and four minutes left and the Panthers will score or they'll kick a field, they'll make it 30-21 or they'll make it 30-23 or something. Like, I get the feeling that the back door is open because the spread's so big. But I'll tell you, Cam, the, this, these teams, and, you know, I don't need Lawrence's database for this. The Marenzi memory banks can tell they you. Tons of over. They always play high-scoring games. Correct. I remember, like, the Saints and the Panthers yep. playing, like, three 41-38 games in a row, actually, once exactly. type thing. And yep. the last five times that these two teams have played in the Superdome, it's skyrocketed over the number. Um, the last 10 times these two teams have played, it's gone over the number eight uh, times. The Saints are going to score, you know, 27, 30 points or so. And it's only 46. I mean, hell, 30-17 would get us there even. I'm yep. surprised. It's I guess I'm not surprised. It is what it is. But I don't know. I think the total should be 49.5 or so, Cam. So I'll bet the over 46.5. One of my best bets, the over. I agree. The reason why it's 47 is the recent uh... – decline with Allen. He hasn't been as good, right? Remember, he came out on a heater. Yeah, the last yeah. few games, they've really struggled. Atlanta shut them down. The yeah, game they got shut down that, last they, week, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. And the, the game before that, Three they had points. a game-winning dr- drive. Uh, McCaffrey was a little bit short. The last few weeks, they haven't been as sharp as they were. It's still a low number. You said it. Every time they get together, I see a 31-24 like, type of game. 
Uh, I probably think Carolina covers, losing by a touchdown and the game going over, but I agree. Out of the two, I'd rather bet the over in the game and not worry about the spread. My other top, one of my other top picks, it started out as just an underplay, actually. It's It started out as what I was just going to play the under in the Cincinnati and Pittsburgh game. And, you know, I have some good reasons for this as Ryan Finley's in for Andy Dalton. And yep. I get it. The Bengals are moving on from Andy Dalton after this. Yet Andy Dalton is like three times or five times better than Ryan Finley is. Like Ryan Finley is not, he's not an NFL starting quarterback. Now, doesn't mean the kid's not going to be a backup in the league for a lot of years and stuff, but he's averaging 3.3 yards per play. It's not like you want to, you can judge a kid after a couple of games, but the thing is, like, he's not a star, this guy. You know, like, he's, he's good. He's going to be in the NFL. He's like Davis Weber. You know, he's just a classic backup guy. So he'll be a backup, um, but they're playing him, and they're playing him because they want to lose now. Zach Taylor didn't want to lose before Cam, but now – now he does, because if they get the top pick, they can get Joe Burrow, who's from Ohio even. It's tailor-made. It's perfect. They need a quarterback. Yep. It's Joe Burrow. They might have their guy for the next 10, 15 years type thing, right, or 8, 10 years, whatever. So, you know, they, they, the Bengals really are bad, man. They, they ran the ball like 45 times last week because they don't trust Finley to throw. I don't know why you're playing the kid then. And even though as beat up as Pittsburgh is, I still, I still think Pittsburgh can win and cover the game. But I was looking at the under because I don't think Cincinnati is going to be able to move the ball. Now, you look at Pittsburgh's offense. Mason Rudolph isn't exactly Terry Bradshaw or Ben Roethlisberger. Um, exactly. And he doesn't have anybody. James Conner is out. Schuster is out. Oh, yeah. Basically, I mean, they got Benny Snell, Jalen Samuels, and Deontay Thompson. This is This is what we're dealing with here for their offense. This is going to be a smash-fast, grind-out game on both teams. They're both going to be running the ball a lot. I just don't see them getting to 39 points. And I'll yeah. tell you, they're both 4-1 and one to the under in their respective last five games each. The last three times that they played, it's gone under the number. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 12-5 and five to the under in their last 17 games, dating back to last year even. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers are becoming an under, under team. And uh, the last three times these teams have played, as I said, like uh, it's gone under the number. I think the game goes under, and I think Pittsburgh uh, is going to actually win and cover. They own them. They've beaten them eight straight times, Cam. They're 6-2 and two against the spread in that run. Give me the Steelers minus the 6.5 and, and under 38.5. I like the under as well. I actually think Cincinnati can cover the 6.5 in this game. I agree with what you say about Finley. Um, Pittsburgh's pretty banged up. I know uh, Tate got hurt for the Bengals. It is a rivalry game. These teams hate each other. Uh, Cincinnati played Pittsburgh pretty tough before all these uh, things happened, Gabe. But earlier on the year, I remember when we're doing in-game live, the Steelers did pull away. Um, I just think, you know, you're right. The the Cincinnati Bengals are a horrible team. But one thing I know is they don't like the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they're going to give an effort, I think they're probably going to lose this game. Uh, 17 to 13 seems like that. I think they... Just cover the number and the game stays under. I lean with the dog, but I totally agree with you. I think the Steelers are going to have problems scoring points against Cincinnati. I'm not really down with the Rudolph. I didn't like the way they played, um, you know, against uh, Cleveland in that spot. Cincinnati, they have their problems, big problems. But uh, asking Pittsburgh to cover a touchdown on the road, something I'm not confident in. But uh, I agree with you. Under, lean to the dog. 
Um, the next uh, pick, I like same thing. There's another Tupac in the same game. Um, the Falcons and the over. So you've got the Falcons who have won two straight games. And not only have they won two straight games, but they've massacred the opponents. And pretty good teams. I mean, they smashed the New Orleans Saints, and they smashed the Carolina Panthers Atlanta. Um, Atlanta, for one reason or another, do really well within the division. They're 14-4 and four straight up in their last 18 division games. Um, I think they're, if you look at you know, look at this year, they win a division. You know what I mean? They've won. Um they as I stated, they just beat the Panthers. They just they just beat the Saints. Um, Atlanta have won five straight games in, in this series camp against Tampa Bay, and every week Tampa Bay and I know you you remember remember yeah. like the Greek gambler he wasn't on them, but he was saying yeah yeah in Vegas at the casino on Saturday night you know all these hip betters were betting Tampa Bay, they liked them at Tennessee. A lot of people like Tampa Bay at Seattle. Oh, it's a good spot for Tampa. It's a bad spot for Seattle, blah, blah. The fact of the matter is Tampa Bay are 2-8 and eight straight up, and they're 2-8 and eight against the spread. They've only covered two games all year. And, and oh, yeah, that was seven weeks ago. They're 0-6 against the spread in their last six games. Yet every week, for some reason, people like them. And here you got a, the numbers come down, actually, from 4.5 to 3.5 now. And you hear, well, you know, the Falcons aren't very good and blah, blah. They're still better than the Buccaneers. Um, So I'm going to be laying the points with the Falcons here. They're going to play hard. They're not, like, rolling over or tanking or anything like that, these players. And they have a ton of talent. Um, I think Quinn might save his job uh, if they keep winning. I don't know if that's a good thing, but, you know, that's kind of where they're at now. And, you know, the thing is, too, uh, the Buccaneers, 8-2 to the over this year, guys. Every game they play basically goes over. Uh, not to mention six six of the last seven head-to-head when these two teams have played have gone over the number. Um, dancing the dirty bird and um, soaring with the uh, the birds any over here, Cam. Falcons any over. I agree with you on every total so far that we've talked about. I just think the market right now, people are going to be jumping off Tampa Bay because they're not covering. This is the week, Gabe. I got it at four, four. Think at four and a half, Mr. Green opened it up at. It's a big point. I like the Buccaneers, but I like the over. I think they cover this week and show up. It's hard, though. Jameis Winston's a hard guy to trust. 2-8 and eight ATS. All right, we'll hit the rest of the game. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Getting the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to 500 bucks. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users get a risk-free bet up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Thank you very much, uh, Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, I am Arenzi. 
uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in the FanDuel uh, sportsbook on Sunday. Uh, actually, Cam will step up uh, Saturday afternoon. Some uh, some college uh, football action going down. Uh, big day Sunday. We'll beat the book all day long. Uh, you got the Jets and the uh, Raiders on Sunday um, over at MetLife Stadium. So I'm sharing my best bets. We'll get to Cam's uh, plays. Easier if we just get our best bets than going through each game. So I got the Panthers and Saints over 46 and a half. Uh, Steelers minus the points and the, and the, and the Steelers Bengals under 38 and a half. Falcons minus the points and the over in that game. And uh, finally, I decided to step up and, uh, you know, I figure if I'm taking a team from Texas, you got to go big here. Um, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this game outright. So do I. I think Dallas are going to win this game outright. They're going to go in there. They're just, I think they're a better team than New England. As crazy as that sounds. Hear the story, Gabe? There's a report, too, that Brady's So what, now Tom Brady is banged up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just saw a report there on on the wire. Uh, the line went down to six, but we already got we already got in with a better right, number. Right. So, I, I he'll be he'll play, but I hope Dallas beats him down and puts him into the ground a lot. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. We're getting six points. Money line two twenty will be played as well. I'm with you. Go Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? We're on them, buddy. If you look at the Dallas Cowboys, if you look at the Cowboys, I like I said, I think they're a better team. The Patriots have played a very soft schedule. They've been getting by. Their offense is no good. Now, they are getting healthier this week. They're going to have Sanu and Dorsett back. It will make a difference that Brady will have someone to throw the ball to. But if you want to beat New England, there's a couple of ways to do it. And it's not easy. Uh, But Dallas actually have the recipe. They just have to not mess it up. You know what I mean? Like uh, Garrett and uh, Callum Moore have to stir the pot properly, Cam. Just put the right ingredients in. Yeah, But you want to beat them? Number one, keep Brady off the field, all right? He gets frustrated. You see him, he sits on the bench, he starts getting restless, he gets mad and stuff. It's a big thing. Keep him, like, just keep them off the field as much as you can. The Cowboys are, like, one of the best teams in the league at doing that. They do that to everybody anyways, right? The Cowboys are never in a rush. Um, They run the ball. They pick up first downs. If the play breaks down, Dak Prescott's a big dude, all right? Um, it's not the typical quarterback. If you look at the list of quarterbacks that the Patriots have played for the most part, they've really played a lot of scrubs. And they played Lamar Jackson, and he lit them up, right? So now now they're playing another good mobile quarterback here in Dak Prescott. And I guarantee you the Cowboys looked and saw a couple of things that Lamar Jackson did, knowing that Dak could do the same thing uh, to them. Uh, they can run the ball with Elliott. They could chew clock up. They need to capitalize and score touchdowns at the end of these drives. But on the other side of the, the coin, the Cowboys have a great pass rush. They've got a bunch of young, aggressive dudes to get to the quarterback fast. Lawrence is a monster. Brady doesn't like getting hit. And as you stated, the Cowboys are pretty mean-spirited, Cam, on defense. They hit they you. They don't just sack you. Like, they they put the helmet down. They get the elbow up. Like, they come at you, this team. There's a lot of, like, really vicious hits if you watch Cowboy games. People don't realize it because, oh, the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and Elliott and Dak, people don't realize this defense is mean, man. (laughs) Like, they're nasty dudes. They're damn good. They can stop anybody. I think they can contain the Patriots offensively, run the ball down their throat, little play action, move Dak around. If they don't win the game outright, they'll cover the number. Like, the Patriots are going to be in tough to win this game. I'm telling you guys. I think Dallas can win this game outright. I like the Cowboys on the money line, but take the six and a half as well. Yep, I think it's a great bet, too. Been very, very unimpressed 
with the Patriots. Look what they did, Gabe, barely beating. Their offense looked horrible against Philadelphia. Half of the Eagles team is out. Like, it's been very unimpressive. I know Brady was um, missing some weapons, but Dallas's defense is better. I think they're going to get to him. And now the weather's getting colder. Tom's older. I know he's got this guy, the magical fountain of youth. But when you're older and you take hits and you hit the ground in the turf and when, when it gets becomes winter, it's a hell of a lot harder for a guy in his 40s than a kid. And, he, and if Dallas beats him down all day, he's going to get flustered and hurt. I'm with you. I think Dallas could win the game. I'll definitely take the points. The money line will be played, too, at plus 230. I'm in. We're both in. Yep. So uh, those are my top six plays. Other, There were a couple other games that I was sort of looking at that I like as well. Uh, but those were the ones that sort of caught my eye the most. Quite a few totals this week. But other games, um, the Bills are down to three and a half now. I yep. don't think the Bills smoke them, but I think the Bills win by like six or something. A lot of people you know, they'll like win, Denver this you know, week. 23-17. It's weird. Like, you know, you go to like certain sites. Like, you know, I go to sites to see where money's going, this and that. And everybody thinks like Denver can beat the Bills outright. Like, it's a popular dog play. I want no part of it. I know they played really, really well against Minnesota, but they still pissed that game away. Um, I just don't trust, like, what is Denver's offense going to do against Buffalo? Everyone's talking Philip Lindsay having a, a great day. Sure, run the ball all the time. The Bills will eventually game. figure it out, right? Like, I, I think they should be able in, in Buffalo to get it done there. I hope I hope that line goes down even more. But a lot of people love Denver this week, and I, 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 I'm kind of like, okay, I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah, let them, let them keep underestimating the Bills. Uh, I think Denver, Denver Talk Radio, I think the play-by-play guy or whoever, the Broncos show, whatever, oh, yeah, was saying how, the same thing about how, yeah, the Broncos should win this game because the Bills aren't very good and Josh yeah, Allen whatever. can't throw the ball. Yeah, he's the offensive player of the week. Josh Allen, <laughs> 63% of his passes last week. Like, you know, whatever. Let him, let, it's like the Raptors. Let him hate and just keep cashing yep. tickets with them. Get better right? numbers. It's actually but a great analogy. The, ra- the Bills thing are a lot is, like don't the forget. Yeah, and it's where they play. It's very similar, and there's no coincidence where that the Raptors and the Bills are basically yeah. right next to each other, exactly. right? They're just you know, forget about that area, type of stuff. Um, don't forget though, this this is, and I'm not the biggest look ahead guy in this spot and that spot, because to be honest, today's players and today's like youth and stuff in the NFL, there's all young guys, is um, they have short attention spans, Cam. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know. Like, we know. Fans know schedules and stuff like that. I heard a college kid, uh, Dabo Sweeney, talked about that the other day, a couple of weeks ago. They asked him about a game and their schedule, and he said, honestly, he goes, half the kids on our team don't know who we're playing until I tell them. You know? Like, these kids aren't, <laughs> like, like, people don't understand. Like, you know, a lot of players, they don't watch ESPN. They don't care. You know, Vontez Perfect was talking about, it's funny, they asked him, when you saw him, he was talking about the league is fixed and stuff. He's like the referees pick and choose who who wins at the end of games, and, yeah. you know, it goes by who the league likes and stuff. And he's, he's a little right, and he's a little wrong. But it's funny about how Vontez Perfect said, they asked him, what did you think of this and that that happened? And he goes, I don't watch the NFL. <laughs> That's what Perfect says. <laughs> Vontez Perfect. Vontez Perfect says, no, I don't watch the league, man. He goes, it's too, he goes, there's too many penalties and it's too rigged. He goes, I can't watch it. Just makes me mad. And uh, what did Tom Brady say a couple of weeks ago? Tom Brady tweeted during a game, yep. unwatchable. 
Exactly. You know? So it's just funny. Like, they're not – Belichick is. And, you know, I was talking about it on a show camp. Like, Bill Belichick knows everything about everything. You know what I mean? Like, I was talking about that. Like, like Pat Shermer, he doesn't know every play that every team has run. You know what I mean? Pat Shermer doesn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. New Mexico ran this weird little, like, reverse <laughs> sweep, jet sweep thing. That it was really cool play. He doesn't know. He's too busy being an idiot and just trying to keep his job. Right? Bill Belichick. Like, um, I was talking, Ariel brought it up this morning, and I was talking about how prepared Belichick is with his assistants. And they have, like, not interns, but they have staff and stuff. Their job is to monitor every play in the National Football League and give it to Belichick. Awesome. Every game, every play. Smart. Yep. Every game, every play camp. And you would figure, well, why? what does he care about what the hell Arizona ran? Right? It has nothing to do with him. He's not even playing them or whatever. No, Feel that's it. why he is who he is, Cam. He's a junkie. Right? Yep. So he wants to know everything about everything. So he'll see every play. And like I said, maybe he likes something. Like, Belichick, like, people don't realize that. Like, Andy Reid, um, they basically, Andy Reid ran Texas Tech's offense, essentially. They yeah. literally took Texas Tech's plays, the best ones, and said, all right, this is how we're going to do it, but we'll use Tyreek Hill and we'll tweak this. This is how um, this is how crazy these coaches are, Cam. Nick Saban then started stealing plays from the Chiefs. Yep. Nick Saban was watching Chiefs games, and he was thinking to himself, I can do the exact same thing with Tua as they do with Mahomes. Why can't I? So Alabama suddenly was running Kansas City Chief plays. <laughs> like, it's just funny how Copy like, these great coaches, yeah, but only the good ones. They'll know. Like, But yep. it's like trends, Cam. You can't be late with it. you got to be early with it and see, oh, exactly. yeah, yeah, this is working yep. now, right? Sort of like Harbaugh did with the with the own, with the 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 zone option stuff. No one really thought of it. He did. He was like, you know what? It'll work. Let's just do it, and it'll catch everyone off guard. Remember how the Wildcat threw people off for for the first couple of months? Yeah, people were like, man, awesome what the hell is this? It. You can't stop this guy. Like, <laughs> it's, it's an automatic six yards. Just give it to the running back. Now you run the Wildcat, and it's like stuff. <laughs> it's like all right, stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, hey, I run the Wildcat, guys. Good luck with that. Right? It's it's like they figure stuff out, but Belichick's just so damn good. But uh, anyways, so uh, I like the Bills. Uh, Lions, Redskins, I don't know, man. I kind of like the Lions, but it's a train wreck. I'm going to stay away. Yeah. You know, tickets are going for $4 in that game. <laughs> you can buy a ticket online for 4 bucks. <laughs> That's $4. <laughs> That's great. $4 for an NFL game. That's amazing. Yeah, 4 bucks. <laughs> All right, get on the grid. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount.
All right. We're into the home stretch right here on this uh, Friday. Game time decisions. I am Renzi. Uh, don't forget, you can get a uh, $500 uh, free roll, $500 uh, free bet. You sign up uh, over at FanDuel on your mobile uh, device. Uh, $500 uh, free bet. Uh, check it out, uh, fanduel.com slash grid. Um, all right, uh, so uh, what are you looking at, uh, Cam? We'll get your NFL picks. We'll get into tonight's games and what you're going to bet on tonight. Late night in the NHL. We'll take a look at the NBA card. Uh, but uh, what are you looking at in the NFL this week? Uh, the NFL, uh, I like the Niners at three. I think, um, you know, I think they're going to show up in this game against Green Bay. I think the front seven is going to give Aaron Rodgers fits in that in that spot. Um, the Niners have been pretty good. Other than the Seattle Monday night game, they've really showed up, and they've had a, a, a propensity to even blow out uh, some good teams. I understand your take on Green Bay, Gabe. They're very good, but I just like the Niners in this spot. Me and you are both taking the Dallas Cowboys. At plus six, I think they could beat New England as well. I hope they get tons of pressure on Brady, knock him around big time. I want to see him, like, in pain during the game. That would be good. It just no, no magic there. I need Dallas to come up. I think they can win. I'll take the points. Uh, I told you, uh, I lean with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think when people jump off the wagon, they've disappointed people and burned money. I think this is the weekend they step up as a dog uh, against Atlanta. I do agree with you on the over two points galore. I will say this. I haven't bet this game yet, but I'm very, very skeptical. It's what you said the other day. Nobody is talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Every single person, it's Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. The line's won. And I'm a Seahawk fan, Gabe, but I'll tell you, Clowney now is probably going to be out for that game. That really hurts the pass rush. The Eagles have major injuries in that spot. I'm just saying, buyer beware. I'm not betting on Philadelphia, but I just got a weird feeling. It's one of those spots. I know Seattle's been great on the road, but... Very, very dangerous game. Other than that, uh, yeah, and I agree with you on the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans game. I like the over there. Uh, Denver, Buffalo, I'm probably going to pass or take Buffalo in some money line parlays. Detroit, Washington, pass. Yeah, Miami, Cleveland, I'm probably going to pass on that game. That That's that's a train wreck. Bears and Giants, what's your opinion on that game? I just don't really – I don't know what to do. I don't want to lay six points with the, the Bears, but uh, – can the Giants cover six? Like that's a t- that's a tough that's a tough game. Under in your Pittsburgh Cincinnati game too, with a lean to the Bengals at plus six and a half at home to keep it close. I lean, I lean with the Giants. Except leaning with tough the Giants game. really hasn't um, hasn't um, been very successful thing to do. Yeah, true. Like the they're Giants. not very good against the spread. They're, they're, they haven't covered a game in a while. I don't think they've covered in, you know, four games or something like that. Their offensive line is bad. My deal with this is it's a real, like, it's a real, real quagmire, uh, let's call yeah. it, in the sense that the Bears aren't very good offensively. You know, they're really struggling. Their season's done. They're not making the playoffs. They know it. Like, it's over. So they they have to deal with that. Trubisky is starting. Trubisky's terrible. Everyone yep. knows it. So they've got that hanging over their head. But on the other side, man, I could see that Bears defense really, really messing Danny Jones up. <laughs> and, yeah. And Jones, like, Jones turns the ball over all the time as it is, right? So uh, I have my concerns on both sides. It's almost like, yeah, you're better off passing. But if I had to take it, I'd take the Giants plus the points. Yeah, I, I, I... That's the thing. We're going to be selective. There's a few games that I, that I really, really like that I'll just increase units on. There's no need to bet the board, and we can look at these things. The good news is 
we get those live lines, right? It's going to be a great day on Sunday. Uh, you're going to be there all day. And uh, it's kind of like what I did do in hockey, like with the Florida Panthers buying back in again, when down a few goals, like you can get a good number and just pay attention to the game and doing these in-game bets rather than just betting every game before the game, I find has been beneficial more than it's hurt us. I think the in-game is where it's at, man. You just, hopefully you like a team, they're down a field goal early, a yeah, touchdown right. early, get a better number, and it's just simple mathematics, right? And it's been really, really good in hockey. The hell, you even said Babano hit the Islanders that night, like a 7-1, to one, plus 700. You throw, you, you got the balls to throw 100 bucks, boom, you get back 800 bucks. That's insane, even $50. Uh, you know, it's it's nuts, Gabe. Like, and, and you get good, good numbers, and uh, there's a lot of comebacks, a lot of teams go on streaks. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of in-game uh, this Sunday for sure. Uh, looking at the NBA, somebody in the chat is asking about um, asking about the Laker game. We'll get to that. Lakers and uh, Thunder uh, yeah. tonight. Four and a half point favorites of the Lakers. The Wizards are playing again tonight, and we saw the other night uh, what happened when the Wizards uh, were playing. Uh, there was there was like ten gazillion points scored. Yep. So you know the the, the Wizards the Wizards don't play defense and they don't hide the fact coach Scott Brooks was talking about it the other night which he said um, you know it's entertaining <coughs> it's fun basketball and he's having fun and you know that guy's such a hard ass cam yeah he can't be having fun the guy's a defensive minded guy remember him as a point guard <laughs> the old scrappy guy <laughs> like, you know what I mean like they, they, they have to they, play that way because they don't that's the thing they don't they don't play defense right like it, it must drive them nuts tickets. to think yes exactly offense they're trying offense. to sell tickets Thanks. like you know they don't have any talent they have bradley beal and nothing else john wall is hurt still he's out he broke his leg he's out forever um he'll be back eventually but they they're in like tank mode washington you know and poor bradley beal they should just trade him they probably will actually uh, they'll get a bidding war going, and they're going to probably get a ton for him. But so, like, they, he basically admitted, you know, the other night I was reading his quote. He goes, yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun. They said it must be, you know, frustrating that you give it up. And he goes, ah, it's fun to coach. It's fun to watch. And he says the fans enjoy it. So, you know, Cam, it's sort of like a college football team. Listen, we're not going to win, but we'll run a crazy offense. We'll put up a bunch of points, and at least we'll be fun to watch. That's their attitude. If we're going to suck, let's just take shots and make it fun at least. So that's what they're doing. How about this, Cap? They have given up. They have the Washington Wizards have given up sixty or more points in the first half in ten straight games. Unreal. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. unreal. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> they're the highest scoring team in the NBA. They average one hundred and nineteen points a game. Unfortunately, they gave up one hundred and twenty-one. Yeah, they're so not covering. They're actually are pretty they? on. You know, what, what's their ATS mark uh, right now? Below they're eight three and one sure. against the spread. They're good. They bet. are, huh? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Eight three and one. Teams are having a hard time, Cam. Dude, they beat the Spurs the other night, Cam. It's hard to deal with it. It's hard to deal with a team that just doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like teams in hockey. Care. Once they get out of the like, playoffs, they all have permission to shoot. Wins. Yes. It's yeah. yeah. Like, like no they pressure. all have permission to shoot, so no one. The coach doesn't get mad, no one. So it's like, it's, you know what it's like, Cam? It's like in football, if the other team just goes for it every time on fourth down because yep. their mm-hmm. kicker's hurt, it actually ends up, like, hurting you. It's worse because the team always gets it. 
it just proves that teams are just pussies all the time, right? And they should go for it more, but it's the same thing. So, like, you roll in there, and it's like, yeah, they might not have anybody, but it doesn't matter. They're going to take 65 three-point shots, and if they start going in, we better be hitting our shots. You know, even if you're better than the other team, if you're not hitting your shots, it doesn't matter. So it's catching teams off guard, like playing like this, this frenetic, like, you know, pace. But, listen, the, the, the sports book is on to this. The sports book's not playing around. Uh, the total, let's see. So first half, I'm all over the place here. I just, I have two pages open. I see Central Arkansas is playing Incarnate Word in football, too. Um, <laughs> first half total points. It's 121 and a half, the first half total. I think it's going to go over. Yeah, Mr. Green, 120, yeah, 120 and, and, and a half. Yeah, they, yeah, these guys score points. What do you think about, uh, are you going to take Washington minus the six or just, just uh, take the over in the first half and go from there? Um, okay. I'm not in love. All our games are close. I just like the total here, Cam. I'm going to tell I you something. I just like the total. I'm, I like both I totals. Come back, over I 121 back and a half and then over in the game. Boston covered that night. We were all over it. The night against the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George's first game. Clippers were lucky. They won in overtime. Boston covered. Um, now they're getting five and a half in Denver. I know it's a tough spot. I'm kind of looking at that. That's interesting. What do you think about the Rockets as a dog against the Clippers tonight, plus five and a half? That's intriguing to me, too. Uh, no, I like the Clippers. That's my like best bet in the night in the NBA. Yeah. I think now that yeah, I like these the guys Clippers. are going to blow them out. Interesting. Interesting. They played... They played last Wednesday night, and uh, when I was in Montreal, actually, they played last Wednesday night. These teams, Paul George wasn't there, but Kawhi Leonard was, and Houston beat the crap out of them. Cam, it was just like I talked about. I, I was in there. I was in a taxi, and it's crazy. The guy was actually listening to the game. He had awesome. like Sirius XM NBA network and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah taxi weird. driver in Montreal. I get in. I love it was cra- I was crazy because I bet on the game too. I was like, oh, this is perfect. So, and he knew who I was, too. He's like, hey, you're in Marenzi. Like, it was really weird. So, uh, small world, right? So, uh, I was, you know, and that game came, so I heard the beginning of it, and the Rockets hit, like, their first eight three-point shots or something tonight. It was one of those, like, when the Rockets do that, you're not going to beat them, right? It was like, oh, yeah, three ball, three ball, three ball. But um, it got chippy and stuff. Like, it got dirty, and... You know, Beverly was on. Remember, he's been on the Rockets before. And yep. there was, like, it got ugly and stuff. Like, they were going at it. Like, Montrezl Harrell nearly got in a fight. Um, it got really ugly. And the Rockets ran the score up. Like, I don't know. They beat them, like, 112 to 92 or something like that. Anyways, the Clippers did not have a fun night that night. Now they got Kawhi back at home. They got Paul George. <laughs> it's payback tonight, Cam. There's revenge It's tonight. payback. Yeah, they, they might beat them. Yeah. Or something yeah. Blow them out. And don't forget, the Rockets have been on the road. They were in Denver two nights ago. So it's not back-to-back, but they were in Denver two nights ago. Not ideal for them. They're good. The Rockets are good. Like I said, they shoot the ball. I mean, you got to deal with Westbrook and Harden. It's no joke. These guys show up every night, and it's an offensive juggernaut. But they don't really have it. Capella's all right. But the Clippers, like I said, I don't think the Rockets beat them two times, Cam, in a span of nine days. I think the Clippers are the play. I like that over. We're actually going. We're not ending in a minute uh, since Yang Yang's not here today either. No. So um, 
Um, we're going, we'll go until like 58 or 59 or whatever it is, 57, whatever the show ends. Um, so we don't have to stop in one minute. But yeah, I'll take the Hornets and Wizards over 121 in the first half. I'll lay the five with the Clippers. Uh, Rangers, Senators. I'm going to go with the under six and a half. You know, I, I'm good with these hockey unders when I pick yep. them. I feel this one. I like it. I'm going to go under the number there. Colorado State is down to five and a half right now. Total is 51. I'll take the Colorado State uh, Rams plus the five and a half and the over 51. NBA, Hornets, Wizards over 121 in the first half. Clippers minus five. And uh, we'll see if I like anything else now I'll take a look at. What are yeah, you going to do? For, for me, uh, I think I'm going to play the Devils tonight. Uh, it was a game that I, the thing about Pittsburgh, they had a very emotional game with the Islanders playing them. I think uh, the Devils pop in there. See plus one thirty on some spots too, and one of my book it's plus one twenty on Mister Green, but I think that's a good price. I might take them in regulation as well with that pl- plus a half puck and lay a little bit of juice if the game does to go to overtime or a shootout to lose. I-, I could still win there. It's a tough game, Gabe. I'll tell you something. I really like the way the Rangers played against uh, Washington, but I will say this: Washington played a million games. They were on like the tail end of a trip. They were basically needed to get home and and rest. They were so busy. They played a lot of hockey. I watched that Ottawa-Montreal game. The Senators worked their asses off. I might bet them tonight. I have a lean to Ottawa to pick them against the Rangers. Playing good puck. Those young kids work work real hard. All right, so instead of wrapping up right now, we'll be back uh, with our bets on the other side. And down the stretch they come. Actually, missed the regulars over at uh, the book right now. Yeah, I know. Good horse racing day. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Game time decisions winding down. In game live tonight at uh, eight. Uh, we'll be back on in game live on uh, Sunday. Uh, so we'll be throwing it down. NFL Sunday. We'll be there all day. Actually, it'll be a big day over at the book. Uh, we're gonna have uh, in studio guests and uh, all kinds of stuff going on uh, down there. Uh, the Raging Red at Cam Stewart uh, will uh, be joining us uh, via Skype. So uh, my picks uh, tonight, and I fired off an email. Uh, to you, Cam, uh, with my picks. Rangers, yep. Senators, under six and a half. Uh, college football, Colorado State plus five and a half and over 51. NBA basketball, Hornets, Wizards, over 234 and a half. Hornets, Wizards, over uh, 121 and a half in the first half, 234 and a half for the game. Clippers minus five to beat the Rockets. And uh, Paul George, over. 23 and a half points uh, tonight. He got the tw- he went over the the other night. He needed overtime against Boston, but Houston don't play defense. Uh, so it's Paul George probably going to score like 29, 32 points or something tonight. I like this prop over to 23 and a half tonight. So Rangers Senators under six and a half. Colorado State plus five and a half and over 51. NBA give me the Hornets Wizards over 234 and a half. 
Uh, give me the over in the first half. As I mentioned, Wizards giving up 60 points or more in 10 straight games in the first half. Hornets, Wizards over 121 and a half in the first half. Clippers minus five. Paul George over 23 and a half. What do you got, Cam? Yeah, tonight uh, we're going to go with Colorado State plus five and a half. Uh, we're going to take a teaser with Colorado State uh, plus 12 and a half over 44. Uh, like that correlation there. In the NHL, I'm going to take a shot with the Devils. Uh, plus 130 if you can find it. Plus 120 on most books. Regulation, Devils plus a half puck in 60 minutes. Not to lose the game, either win tie or go to overtime. That bet's a winner. And I'm going to have a small play on the Ottawa Senators to see if this hot play cont- uh, continues. The Rangers are a very good team recently, too. It should be a good hockey game, Gabe. I'm thinking you're under. They might try to tighten it up tonight. Good luck to us. All right. Uh, great job, Cam. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Thanks Get better, to everyone buddy. in the pit. Get better. Shout out to Yang. We appreciate that. All right, keep it locked in uh, right here. The crew's got you going throughout the night. May the winners be yours. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. We want. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.